0: Hello, and welcome to that film, Stu. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news.
1: It's all about Paramount. The Kelvin timeline goes on. Star Trek is back. Transformers roll out for a new trilogy. The Sonic film franchise speeds on, and Beavis and Butthead are set to make a comeback.
0: John Cena is teaming up with the Looney Tunes. We've got casting news for Craven and Deadpool 3. Do we have an update? But before all of that, let's start with Trailer Talk. Um, and, hey, I'm always keen for one of these. Adam Sandler is a down-on-his-luck basketball scout who thinks he's found a new star in the trailer for Net, for the Netflix movie, Hustle
1: Drama, an Adam Sandler drama. And the last time we got one of these on Netflix was Uncut Gems.
0: I had a good time. Which was great. On, yes, yes. Oh,
1: my, my stomach was in knots. I was so anxious watching that movie. I mean, this guy in that movie just making all the wrong choices. <laughs> but I'm with you, Sandler, doing drama it's yeah, I I wanted to see this even before I saw the trailer on the basis of the dramatic performances we have seen from him. I mean, we recently reviewed a movie, it wasn't in but produced home team on Netflix. I'm so glad that Sandler is going in this direction.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to draw comparisons to um home team, which is that the title i keep forgetting the name of that movie it not a commentary on akia okay, yeah, it definitely is a commentary on that movie um it wasn't great um but it's, it, you know sports comedy um with a very is actually a pretty serious uh, sort of uh, premise to it I, all i wanted while I was watching it was just like just find the pick your tone and i think a dramatic take would have been better for that i'm glad that in this sports comedy this is about basketball it looks like it's gonna be nothing but the drama. And hey, look, there might be some like, you know, maybe comedic moments in terms of yeah, like just actual characters just being funny, doing things, but not in a in a comedy sense. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not gonna be like dead set drama. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so miserable at the end of this movie. But it looks pretty. It looks pretty dramatic and pretty intense. And for a trailer, for a trailer for a sports drama. It's got me on board. I'm like, you know what? I'm never mind Adam Sandler being in it. Like, it, it looks like there's some premise to it. Just like the idea of like this, the story premise, and you know, it's just this kid. And you yeah, know, is he gonna make it rise to rise to starter and rise to the, the game and that sort of level of playing? Ah, I'm hooked. The trailer really sold it to me yeah and me again, too but sports. also
1: <laughs> <sports>. <laughs> but but i'm hooked as well based on the trailer but as well as that the knowledge of how much sandler loves basketball like basketball is his sport he watches he can play i've seen shots of him or that footage of him shooting hoops trick shots he's really across basketball and he clearly wants to do more serious roles and yeah this looks a good vehicle for him it's actually kind of surprising like all the um
0: you know look at all the sports movies he he has done or whether sports been involved in a movie that he's doing you know like In like Happy Daddy, no, what am I saying? No, um, (laughs) Happy Daddy, that's something. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. Um, in Big Daddy, that's his
1: other production studio.
0: (laughs) Adam Sandler's porn production. Anyway, in Big Daddy, you know, like his his characters hooked on hockey. Um, uh, Happy Gilmore goes from hockey to golf. We've got the you know the football. Multiple movies about football. He's never done. He hasn't done basketball, has he? This
1: is. Yeah, no, this is his first time. Yeah, so I was quite surprised,
0: actually. If basketball is his sport, like, if you would have quizzed me on it, I wouldn't have picked it. I would have maybe gone with hockey or something. I don't know. But but We
1: should say, as well, LeBron James, also a producer on this film. So it's Sandler and James coming together. There's a lot of things going for this movie. Queen Latifah is in there, as well. Yeah, looks good.
0: It does look all right. Now we've got a um we've got a DC animated film that we want to talk about as well. Constantine the House of Mystery. So Matt Ryan returns to voice the Hellblazer in the upcoming DC animated short, Constantine the House of Mystery. Now, when it says short, what does that mean anymore? Because in my head, I'm thinking short is like five, 10, 15 minutes.
1: Right. So you know, for a time. Uh, DC were doing the showcase shorts. Yeah. And they brought them back again recently. So the first time they did it, they brought shorts together, which were anywhere, I think, around 10 minutes. And they made that movie Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam, which was like an extended short that went for about 45 minutes. But then on the DVD release, you got extended versions of those other shorts. More recently for the podcast, we did Batman Death in the Family. That one, not so good. It was the interactive movie, so it wasn't actually a proper um, like extended short. Mm. But it was another example of them putting out something that goes for about 40, 45 minutes with additional shorts. So what we're getting with this, so Constantine will be the main feature but then you're going to get extended shorts of what's on there, Commandy, Last Boy on Earth, Blue Beetle, and The Losers. So they're all from like recent DC movies.
0: Right. So at the end of it all, the main Constantine's feature will be on the south side of an hour. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It'll be under an hour. But it's Matt Ryan returning. But what I found really interesting watching the trailer is that we see that it takes place after the events of the end of the New Fifty Two continuity that I thought we absolutely, completely left behind with Justice League Dark Apocalypse War.
0: That was that was that made my eyebrows sort of raise when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, oh, we're back, we're back there." Oh. So that's where
1: this movie takes place. It's after the events. Of that movie, of course, DC have moved into another shared continuity with Superman Man of Tomorrow. But I'm not expecting this to lead to anything. Maybe it's just like a final cap to that continuity of films.
0: Almost like an but, epilogue
1: type yeah. movie. But you know what? Design-wise, they've given Constantine a really short coat. Almost looks like a jacket. <laughs> but, you know... It looks, it looks. You know, it's good animation outside of the the length of the coat, and you know, I'm I'm never going to say no to more Matt Ryan as Constantine.
0: I've got to say, this trailer actually, it really peaked In my interest. Like you, you know, like you, had the you had that New Fifty Two ending sort of hook. Um, you know, the trailer kind of does play almost like Doctor Strange. You know, multiverse of madness. It's like, hey, you've been messing with, you know, time and space and the universe and all that. Now you're in trouble. we're going to, you know, stop you from doing things now. And then it's like, hey, house of mystery. Woo. I don't know. I feel, I just felt like, was... <laughs> a,
1: yeah, I think that's a fair comparison.
0: And then, you know, obviously on the back of like, you know, the new 52, oh yeah, all of that getting all shut down, it's sort of like, okay, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, my interest but I think for like different kind of reasons um but it seems to be kind of fun as well it's all like you know what do you say he's like all my mates have been turned into monsters or whatever and...
1: yeah monsters or demons yeah
0: it's like yeah I enjoy you. I enjoy you Constantine
1: <laughs> honestly I do feel as though the description is a bit misleading animated short how long is it going for oh you know about an hour all right
0: <laughs> yeah, you you'd it of be you'd sort of be the south side of an hour, so I guess it's it's. Uh, 40,
1: 45 minutes to an hour, thereabouts. But um, it's
0: like a double episode yeah. of you know a TV show. That's fine. So we have that to look forward to. All right, our last um our last trailer that we need to talk about here is the first trailer for Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Um, this is a new Disney Plus original movie. Coming May 20th, and we've got the voices of John
1: Mullaney and Andy Sandberg. And since this was announced way before a trailer, the marketing was saying it's not a reboot, it's a continuation. And oh, okay, so that's that's interesting. So, thinking that's kind of what we're going to get, but in reality, this takes place in a world where Rescue Rangers was a TV show, and the Chipmunks Chip and Dale were stars in that show, and then moved on. And yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to expect, and what we got in this trailer definitely was nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. Roger Rabbit is in here, one of them. I can't remember which one it. I've got to be honest, I can't tell who's who, in Chippendale, but one of them has had the CGI operation, so he's no longer 2D. I don't know, what do you think? It's not what I thought it was going to be at all. uh, Yeah, I I thought it was just going to be like a feature-length movie, like a continuation of the show, but it's not. This is definitely
0: way more um, ambitious, I guess, than, I guess, just the, uh, the initial premise or the initial pitch of just like... I'm using all the wrong wrong words. All oh, these different words just keep going out. But the the initial announcement of just like a, a new Chip and Dale movie, um, you know, they're they're doing this whole meta thing. The characters exist like it's, but you you see all all different sorts of like animated characters. It's almost like okay, they're in a world where, like, like animated characters are actors who portray these characters on screen. So it's like I guess the Chip and Dale that we'll be meeting. They're just actors who play Chippendale. They don't have the squeaky voices. That must be something that happens when they perform. And then, you know, they, they change the pitch, all that kind of stuff. My concern is we've, you know, in a way like this is, you know, they're doing something interesting and different. It's not just going to be a straight forward Chippendale movie. But I feel like we've kind of been seeing this a lot. Like in Space Jam.
1: I mean, we right. have, but I mentioned, you know, seeing Roger Rabbit in there, and you're talking about how you know actors playing characters. That's what was happening in that movie. So it, it feels very much like Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. I watched it immediately. <laughs> still, still holds up, and there's that good gag in there because honestly, I think many people were surprised. I was like years later after watching the cartoon as an adult, and it showed side by side comparisons of chip and dale and indiana jones and magnum pi and you're like how do we not see that and the gag in this trailer is that he disguises himself as indiana jones and just looks the same (laughs) that was pretty funny (laughs) i mean it looks it looks interesting and you know my youngest has got really into that original cartoon lately and when they announced this movie i was oh cool like she'll like that and then as I'm watching the trailer, I think, oh, no, this might not be what she wants. She probably just wants like more of the same. She science. just, just wants to
0: save the day. I like, think door
1: this is another example of maybe Disney are making this for adults that watch the cartoon when they were kids. I don't know. It just It's very different to what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah. And I look, like once we get past that uh, initial premise, there's some gags in here that are pretty funny. All the all the things about like you know how shitty animated special effects were, and there's the like Seth Rogen with like his you know it's like I look oh, straight great. at you, and then, <laughs> then he's just laughing. Yeah, I like that. It's, I don't, it's always good to see Seth Rogen laugh, even as an animated. I don't even know what he is. Like some kind of... I mean, it looks
1: so much like him. <laughs> I know the graphics were supposed to be terrible, but it looked just like him. Uh, that mental.
0: Uh, but look, so, I don't know, there could be, maybe we can't bag out, you know, like the idea of just like different IP and stuff showing up in these kind of movies. Maybe Disney can actually execute it well. And all be forgiven, but if it does just end up being, hey, look at this character in the background, and look at this, and no, we're doing this, and we're crossing these IPs, it's like, okay, well, yeah, what? Well, because that's what Space Jam did. So I don't know. As long as it's, I don't know, this could be fun. I,
1: yeah, I, it, I, it could I, be. I mean, yeah, I don't even know who's directing this one. I mean, again, Roger Rabbit, Robert Zemeckis directed that one, and mm. I read recently they. They had a test screening for 19-year-olds who hated it. Bob Zemeckis had Final Cut. He didn't care. He released it anyway. <laughs> and obviously that movie did really well. And again, much recently, still holds up. So if that was the first time Disney had done it, this is the second, I don't know. And it's nice having Roger Rabbit turn up. Yeah, it look, could I'm, be fun.
0: I'm always up for like, you know, the cross-animation. Uh, live action hybrid type things and it looks like they're going for 2D, 3D all sorts and then live action. The John Mulaney voice but it's such a distinct voice I'm, um, it's going to be hard for me to hear these voices Andy Samberg and John Mulaney but John Mulaney especially
1: coming out of Chippendale. It's, it's different. But until uh, we found out what they were doing it made no sense whatsoever having these guys voice mm. chip and dale but as you say like it's gonna they're gonna sound like they do and then i guess when they're playing the characters as part of the show they do the the high-pitched voice because because i'm thinking well chip and dale just sound well they sound like chipmunks like <laughs> alvin and the chipmunks like sped up high-pitched why hire Mulaney and sandberg well now we know
0: oh, but again like melanie i'm like it's it's good when you hear a voice and it's like oh I don't actually I can't recognize that voice or even if you do it, it's like okay it's not too. Do- Mulaney is very uniquely him and all I can hear is is Mulaney's voice. I'll get I'll get over it when the when, I, when the movie finally comes out and I'll I'll watch it and I'm sh- you know
1: I'm sure it'll be fun. I mean it's out in three months <laughs> like no time at all. It's Actually, really long in this day and age, I feel
0: like <laughs> I feel like if it's something's coming out on a on a streaming service, it's like it's in like two weeks or something. I, I don't know, three months. That's ages. That's all right. Oh right, let's um let's move it to movie news and I guess let's just kick us off with all of this paramount. What was it the Paramount yeah, Investors Day thing? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's... There's a few stories. It's so
1: much. <laughs> so much. I'll start us off. A new Star Trek film is coming December 22nd, 2023, with Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Simon Pegg, Carl Urban, Zoe Zalander, and John Chowin talks to reprise their roles. JJ made the announcement during, as you say, the Paramount's Investor Day, and there's so many stories... Film TV came out of that day. But it's interesting because there's been some some developments that this movie is absolutely happening. What Paramount did, they put out a press release saying it was happening. They didn't have meetings with anybody. None of the stars knew until that announcement that they were coming back. It just caught everybody off guard. Are they but all on completely contract official.
0: Or are they...
1: I don't even...
0: Did they have to... I... Do some quick negotiating and be
1: like, hey... Maybe quick negotiating, or maybe they just... It Maybe there was some time left on their contracts, but the assumption was, well, clearly, like, there's a lot of Star Trek on TV right now. There'd been no conversations recently. They were just really confident. Everybody just thought it was done. But I've got to be honest, I am very happy about this news. Uh, That first movie in particular is fantastic. But, you know, we've talked about all the all the small screen Star Trek that we're getting, and I'm loving it. But to get another big screen outing as well with the original Chris Pine cast, cannot wait.
0: It's so weird to hear you say the original Chris Pine cast. I feel like that's... Not a correct sentence, but I get what you mean.
1: Um, Oh, you know what I mean. Well, it's the original (laughs) characters, yeah. But it's the Chris Pine version. That's right. That's right. I'm not talking Shatner. (laughs) Bit too I do.
0: Look, I'm a big fan of, even though these movies are not quite what the original Star Trek was. You know, like the you know that, that look at the human world and things like that, but. These movies are a lot of fun, and I think they finally they got to that point in that third film where it was like, oh, this feels like just a big episode of classic Star Trek. So I feel like they, they were moving in that direction. So I'm, I'm really stoked that they're coming back with this cast. Obviously, minus one, one big name, um, Anton Yelchin. Obviously, he won't be back as Pavel Chekhov uh, due to you know his death. A few years back, Uh, There's quite a few years now since that. When was the When was the third film out? That was oh, at least five years or something.
1: Oh no, can't be five years surely. But it has been. It's been a while. Maybe three. Are you Are you Are you checking? Or
0: (laughs) it was two thousand sixteen. Star Trek Beyond two thousand sixteen. That was. That was Whoa. six. Is that six years ago? <laughs> that was six yeah. years okay. ago. Okay, you're closer.
1: Wow. wow.
0: I didn't even believe my five years when I said it.
1: Do you know what? I can't believe they're still under contract. I still can't believe there's an initial contract. You know, there they're, beyond they, there. they're
0: probably not. But I reckon they've been in talks, like not talks, official talks, but I mean, like they've probably spoken amongst each other and they've probably all said at some point I would do another Star Trek when, like, if it happens, and then they probably went with that confidently enough, and was like, "Let's just announce it." And they knew that everyone would be willing to put their hand up and say, "Yep,
1: I'm back." Maybe I don't know,
0: but it's all, but it's, its interesting it's that they,
1: they announced it before the cast had a chance to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> like he just kind of just hey, got if said.
0: If there, if there are no contracts in place, and any of them would now. Renegotiating some contracts. Ah, this is the time to be like, "Well, <laughs> like,
1: that's a good point." This, yeah, yeah.
0: This is The time to do it. Let's get some dollars boosted. um But no, look, it's I'm, a good
1: time to be the original crisp Pine crew. Yeah, there we go. Good time for those guys. Right. Still doesn't sound right. Doesn't does it? I mean, what is it? The the, the Kelvin crew. The, Kel- the Kelvin know.
0: crew. The JJ crew. What do you?
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, that works. Let's do that.
0: The Crisp Pine. Crew, it doesn't matter. Um,
1: I do like the JJ crew, that works. The JJ
0: crew, Chris Pine, and the JJ crew
1: <laughs> that's <was> better.
0: <laughs> All right, Transformers Rise of the Beast will be released theatrically in 2023 and is the first of three new installments. Uh, there's also a new animated series from Nickelodeon arriving this year, and in 2024, the franchise expands further with the CG animated Transformers theatrical film. Theatrical. Um, I'd say where do we start with this, but, I mean, I guess, obviously we know about Rise of the Beast coming next year from the oh, So but, much. But so <laughs> much
1: Transformers. To set, up, to set up a new trilogy.
0: Yeah. Ambitious, guys. Ambitious. Are
1: we, are we, are we still talking... Michael Bay continuity, or is Rise of the Beast meant to be its whole thing? Because Bumblebee was still kind of connected to.
0: It's like it kind of movies. was, but then also didn't make. It didn't fit exactly, like it wasn't. Yeah, like it did, but it didn't. It was weird. Like it was good until like the very end, and then it was like, "Oh, you broke continuity," or did you? Oh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't I know still, the answer to that question. I, I still
1: understand. stand by. Bumblebee being the best live action Transformers film, generally a really good film, but okay, so yes, so much Transformers. We've got the films, animated series, CG animated film, and that is just related to Paramount. Netflix also have more Transformers coming, and it's soon Friday, the 25th of March, we will be getting Transformers Bot Bots. That's the name of the show. Bot bots.
0: I'm assuming that's Have you a, heard of
1: this one? No,
0: but I'm guessing it's like a, it will be like a kid's.
1: Very kiddy. Very kiddy. It looks like the series will be a mix of animation and live action set pieces. But what bot bots are, they are transformers that are the size of household objects and just transform into small everyday items. Anyway, that's, that's not even the <laughs> main story. It's just the thing that's happening. So we're getting all this Transformers stuff, whether it's on the big screen, Nickelodeon, but also Netflix. And maybe this is the last thing Netflix is going to put out. And then it's all going to be just part of But so much Transformers.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting where it's, it's like, how, how are two production companies making the same thing? Like Like, what, what is going on with those rights? Where are we at? But... I, I find it hard. To, like it's hard to get excited about a new Transformers um, animated series purely because I feel like we we get Transformers often. It's not exactly like
1: ah, oh, you know, we're well, crying out is, for a new one. What's that one on Netflix now? And it, apparently, like it's like War of like Fans of Transformers. Of Cybertron. War of Cybertron. Mm. Yeah, that one. I think that's just finished.
0: No, like and pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, enjoyed it. Didn't love it? But I was like, you know. "Oh, you watched it, right? Wow, okay, yeah, no, it was all right. <laughs> it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a grind. I had to, I had to push myself to get through it. But you know, it was, it was fine. It was good enough. Um,
1: maybe, maybe you'll prefer bot bots. <laughs> but even that like be more fun. In recent
0: years, I've done like, what is it like? You know, rescue bots or something. Where it's like the, again, like a kid, very kid friendly show, preschool, they've done, yeah, like preschool. They done like an yeah. academy
1: show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they been, do so
1: much. I mean, so much. There's so much. I mean, I mean, the fact that there's a new Transformers show coming is not news. To be honest, <laughs> because know. they are always but, coming.
0: But a, a a CG animated Transformers theatrical film, whether they, and whether they stick to that. But you know, I've I've finally learned to not discount an animated film. If <laughs> you know, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Um, what else recently came out that was animated? And I was like, whoa, that was so good. Um,
1: it was probably I mean, just- the only thing I can think of, which is not the correct answer, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania. That's not the right answer.
0: I mean, that's not even sure remotely oh. what I was referring to. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> that's just the first one that pops into my head. Mitchell's versus the Machines. That's a better answer.
0: Oh, like, I mean, in terms of like animated films that have uh, gone straight to a streaming network like a streaming so like yeah for sure
1: we can, no, we can no but it. i mean have been a really good movie like that is a fantastic movie streaming mm-hmm. or not like mitchell's versus the machine is excellent up there with into the spider verse yeah
0: that was it was a good one so look there's man, there's hope and premise to it very interesting i mean the the to be fair the first transformers movie was was animated
1: all oh, right, yeah, yeah, the one where they, yeah. they oh, killed yeah. the main characters because they wanted to introduce new characters to sell more toys. You know, I,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember what, that one. <laughs>
0: what a horrible experience for everyone involved. I'm so good. I'm so glad I wasn't born yet. What, what year was that? I was like eighty something on it, surely.
1: Yeah, like mid eighties thereabouts. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, moving on, though, John Krasinski has announced a Quiet Place Three is in the works. With a scheduled release date, twenty twenty-five. So by the time that comes out, we'd have already had the spin-off. So they're wow. really building yeah. up this universe.
0: Well, that that'll that'll work then. I feel like that's a that's a good gap between the last movie was the second one was last year, right? Is that or was it six years ago? Uh, <laughs>
1: no, I think that was last. I think year. It was last year. Yeah,
0: I, that, that sounds like a healthy gap between between sequels that's that's all right and of course we've got the spin-off to keep us sort of keep our juices sort of flowing i, I don't know what i'm saying um what's interesting though like it, because we're working with kid actors you know in the family of course unless they recast them i'm assuming this movie will be set i guess in real time in terms of how long it's been so i mean good for them they're obviously keeping alive for a I'm assuming with we are going to be with the same family because this isn't the spin-off. yeah, and i'm
1: hoping I'm hoping they don't recast and and with that, yeah, that might play into the story, so they have to jump so many years ahead, yeah to keep that same cast and have it believable
0: just means oh man, they must keep them quiet for a really long time, but it'll be good. it means you know like we'll move past you know like the the baby being an issue as such, you know, like we'll have a a toddler of sorts, you know, be a few years old, the kids will be. Like of teenage age, so yeah, we'll be able to go into like different territories and storylines and things. I guess
1: John Cruise yeah, those first... could be
0: back in a flashback again if he wanted oh, to. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'd be I'd be happy with that. Those um, first two movies are so good, and I'm curious what the spinoff's going to be. But um, yeah, it's good to know that they're doing the third one. Yeah.
0: All right, more Paramount Plus, not Paramount Plus, but uh, just Paramount in general. Absonic the Hedgehog 3 is officially in development from Paramount Pictures and Sega or Sega. Yeah, don't do Sega. It's absolutely Sega. All right, <laughs> so, I don't care enough. Um, plus, <laughs> plus, next year a new original Knuckles series with Idris Elba is coming to Paramount Plus. So holy shit, we have not even got oh, there you go. The second, you... <laughs> it was Paramount Plus. There, yeah, yeah, it was... no, you were right. yeah, you were right. Yeah, you're right. We haven't even got that second movie out yet. I mean, it's it's not far away. It's very close. I'm very pumped. So I'm very excited quite enjoyed that first one um but the confidence yeah, they must have in this property now uh, i i me excited for that second one i you know i i wish them well i hope they haven't put too many too many something with chickens and baskets and eggs or something i don't know um i
1: thought you were to say something through rings but yeah I, I get your
0: that would get work your, too i rings, get your meaning here, don't count your rings before they hatch sure <laughs> Like, I, I agree know. with
1: you. Let's just let's just keep it going. That that first movie was yeah a lot of fun. Where we where we left Jim Carrey Robotnik, definitely want to see more of that. We're going to be getting that in that second movie. I mean, they can see they've got something with this IP. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. You know, we're getting a Mario animated movie that's coming, and just more more Sonic. And it's interesting that. Yeah, Idris getting his own spin-off series.
0: And Paramount
1: Plus. I mean, you know, I'd look again this afternoon. They need content. So (laughs) whether it's Sonic or, I don't care, just more content. They absolutely need more more things on there.
0: I'm just curious. I mean, obviously, we need to see what they do with the Knuckles character. And obviously, yeah, no no Sonic and Knuckles are going to be mates by the end of this this second movie but yeah what's knuckles going to be doing in his in his show um i guess the movie will hint at that uh it's i mean i have no idea it's just going to be digging for treasures and things it's kind of like what knuckles does um yeah idris elba has work that's good he deserves to be working. He's a talented man. <laughs> that he needs. Oh, it's, it's all good stuff. And look, I'm saying it right now. Remember, I keep. I just want to keep reminding people. Shadow the Hedgehog will appear at the end of the second movie, and the third one will be about Shadow the Hedgehog. If that's not what happens, then there's no point in this franchise continuing because that's that's what what they need to do, and that's what they're gonna do. Just want to remind. Well, everyone.
1: now we know a third <laughs> movie is definitely happening. Yeah, so it's just, just been, making your. Theory, they can, more set reality. Them up. they
0: can set them more up, chance.
1: more chance for happening. Um, okay, so keeping it part of Man plus this July, they will be premiering an exclusive Beavis and Butthead movie, which will be followed by brand new episodes. Beavis and Butthead, I mean, what decade is this? They're coming back. <laughs> so again, it's like, get it's like, okay, we get we get a movie and a TV series, like. <laughs> Honestly, can you can you remember Beavis and ButtHead Do America? Yeah, mate i I was just so disappointed with that movie. <laughs> I did not like it at all, and I'm like at the time, it's like oh, it's a Beavis and ButtHead feature length like, movie, and Bruce Willis is in it. I was just so disappointed. I still bought the VHS, but I was just so ah oh, so disappointed. But Bruce all Willis these years later. Back.
0: Might be back in this one. I oh. put them
1: on the. I put them on the poster. <laughs> That's it. And then you'll be in it for like five minutes. If that. the put out concept art from the film, and I think I'm pretty sure it's the film and not the TV series. And it's beavers and Butthead, but as old men. So I'm curious what they're going to be doing with it. But again, Paramount Plus needs content They put out something new. I'm going to watch it. I'll support new content so they make more.
0: I'm just wondering, like, who's who's asking for Beavers and Butthead to come back? Like, Judge?
1: Sure. The creator, sure. I'm guessing. Silicon Valley's finished, so he's going to be doing this.
0: All right. That's it for Paramount stuff, isn't it? Is that, is that the end of it? Just need to yep, make sure the next it. story isn't Paramount. Cool.
1: I feel like we're almost going to... I mean... That it's clearly Warner Brothers, the next story. That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Um, yes, Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers, yes, I'm very much aware. John Cena will join in uh, will join Looney Tunes hybrid live action animated movie, Coyote versus Acme. James Gunn is producing with the film set for release on July 21st, 2023.
1: Yes, another Animation, live-action, hybrid. You you mentioned Space Jam Legacy already. I'm hoping this one's going to be more in line with Looney Tunes back in action. That was a fun movie, which I feel as though doesn't get enough credit. That was pretty good. And yeah, John Cena, James Gunn producing. I read somewhere that Cena is playing a lawyer. Wow.
0: Maybe he's Coyote's, okay, Coyote versus Acme. It's a court. I, he's been, he's yeah, suing it, Acme for all the
1: damages that he's he is. receiving. And John Cena and is I, his
0: lawyer. Oh. No,
1: I think Cena is going to be the lawyer for Acme. I do think it's oh, going to be Wilder okay. Coyote versus Cena. I think that's what it is. I think that would be the better choice. Um, but, I mean, come on. Cena's doing a movie. I'll check it out. Yeah, I knew, I knew and especially I back with Jame's Gunn, Fred Heichinger, you may know him from White Lotus, has been cast as chameleon alongside Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Russell Crowe in Craven the Hunter. So there we are. It's taken us a while, but we're finally talking Marvel. Um, yeah, this guy, he, I saw, where did I see him recently? He was in a couple of episodes of Pam and Tommy. I'm starting to notice him pop up more and more. And, yeah, we're going to get him in Craven the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. So you
0: say, like, you yeah, know, might know him from White Lotus. I was like, nope.
1: But um, obviously if he's in... Oh, it- is he, you, oh, have you not seen White Lotus? No,
0: no, no. Oh, it's no. a great
1: show. It's a great show. <laughs> he plays a younger brother in that, of um, Steve Zahn. No, he's Steve Zahn's son. son. Steve Zahn's son. That's sure. a good show. Sure. All right. Cool.
0: Now, my understanding, obviously, like, He's been cast as chameleon. Actually, no, nope, scratch that. What I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Scorpion in Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's really quite confusing because if you if you're going off the Spider-Man animated series from the nineties, Chameleon ended up being related to the Red Skull. But in the Spider Man <laughs> comics, yeah. In the Spider Man comics, Chameleon is related to Craven the Hunter.
0: Ah, oh, he's a well, he's a man of many skins. <laughs>
1: uh but it's it's an interesting villain, you know. And it's it's I mean, I love the casting again. This guy seeing him more and more. But it's an interesting character, and yeah. you're not gonna get a chameleon movie. So just stick him yeah. in a craven. I've fun.
0: always I've always liked chameleon, and I don't know why in my head I was like, no, nah, we saw chameleon at the end of Spider man Homecoming, and of course that was in Scorpion, but Chameleon was I think he was like Spider-Man, like, in the, in the original run of comics for Spider-Man, it was his first, like, you know, super villain-type opponent. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was, like...
1: that's cool.
0: Second or third issue or something, and, yeah, it was all in there. Like, before then, it was just, like, you know, obviously the the robber and the, you know, big goons here and there. So, look, yeah, it's, it's exciting to get another character <laughs> another villain character the more the the more the better always like this i know but spider-man Rose again
1: with what i mean this is this i can't even what they're calling it this is the sony marvel films the sony spider-man marvel films i can't remember the name that they're going with now so they did that recent or fairly recent rebranding didn't they but this is the venom and morbius continuity
0: but even that it's like I guess until we see Morbius, it's still that question.
1: We're still waiting on Morbius. What, because yeah, where Ma- is Morbius you know, in terms of... Michael Michael Keaton's in that. And the last time we saw Michael Keaton in a Marvel film, it was a Spider-Man film and he was Adrian Toomes.
0: Unless Michael Keaton is a variant of Michael Keaton. Not of Michael Keaton, of, of Adrian Toomes. So I mean, if, we obviously yeah. know that the universes, even though they're not the same universe, exist within the same multiverse. Thanks, that movie. You know how I feel. Um, we need to see Morbius. We just, we just it, need to see yeah. Morbius, and and the and th- that. The that thing cord- is, we were meant to have seen it already? Before Spider-Man No Way Home, before Venom Two, it's mental. It's mental.
1: I think but Morbius and then they did the extended reshoots and I've talked about it on here before speculation. It was to include Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man who knows, but I just, I feel whatever's going to happen in Morbius and what Sony are planning is going to color how I feel about any of these connected movies. Cause when Venom came out, it was a Spider-Man film without Spider-Man. Yeah. And that very well could be changing. Because Spider-Man doesn't need to be in it, but just knowing he's out there, I think would make a big difference. But the casting is on point so far for Craven. But well, just on that, what you said, like the, the,
0: with Craven though, it's like the reason he's in New York, he's in the city, is to hunt Spider Man. Like that's kind of his thing. <laughs> that was true i mean unless it's all going to be about all the stuff before him that makes him who he is before he gets to that point where he wants to hunt the spider-man but it is what it is but yeah no sounds good sounds good um now here we are deadpool 3 news so we have an update on where it's at when we're getting it when it's all oh, do we? coming, no, do we? Do we? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds says that Deadpool three. Well, he says updates are coming sooner rather than later. That's it. That's all we got. That's exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it actually is. It's big steps. It's big steps. I mean, it's, it's no news, but it's kind of some news, and it's definitely you know worth <laughs> worth mentioning.
0: It's almost a reminder that the movie will happen it's things
1: are going on i guess i mean it's the kind of story that (laughs) makes it on the show when there's not too much news but i thought you know what craven (laughs) can't be the only marvel movie news but it's he's talking about it i mean there's no surprise though because I mean, Ryan Reynolds, does he take any time off? Like, he's always working. He's always doing From Free guy he's got the Adam Project coming soon on Netflix, and people are going to ask him about Deadpool. Probably every interview, people are going to be asking him. And the latest bit of news we have, sooner rather than later. So there we go. Maybe that's just what he needed
0: to say so people didn't ask him as much. Because if you tell them Maybe. You know, if they tell everybody like look, there is something, but I can't say yet yeah, it is coming. You know, they won't be as inclined to continue to the hassle them, but I'm sure they will. Uh yeah, you know what? I'm I'm just I'm just very shocked that not only did you not put the Marvel news first, you did it last. That was the end of our movie
1: news. <laughs> so- <laughs> That's I mean, be... that is an absolute. First. That is a first. That's I a can, first. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't even need to go back and listen to previous episodes. I know for a fact, never happened <laughs> before. But there was just so much Paramount news, and that was kind of all over the place as well. It was movie on TV. I didn't want to split it, but yeah, finished on Marvel. You know what? We could have just had a Paramount Investors Day
0: section. But that's okay. That's fine.
1: Yeah, but I know. But then, did it been nothing for the rest of the show? <laughs> Like just a bit of Craven news and that the Craven news and you know the big Deadpool the no news. 3 update we gave. The, the
0: no news. <laughs> the, the no news essentially. Well let's let's see what uh let's see what big crazy mind bending stuff T V news has to offer.
1: Oh there you go. This would have been a decent segue if you didn't throw mud at my prep. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Marvel. <laughs> this is a star. Lyric Ross is joining Dominique Thorne and Anthony Ramos in the cast for Marvel's Ironheart series. Ross will play williams's best friend. Ramos's character is being kept secret, but sources say he could be the show's villain.
0: Now I'm not I'm not familiar with this actress, but I gave her a Google. And I was like, okay, she looks like an actress.
1: Sure. (laughs) It's, you know, casting news. This show is slowly coming together. And I'm just curious because Iron Man's gone for a time in the comics. She was the only Iron Man character, Ironheart. And that's what we're getting as part of the MCU. Interestingly, though, so she was ironheart after tony stark died in the comics but stark continued as ai just like jarvis so who knows i'm not thinking they're necessarily going to get Downey jr back but who was the guy they used for what if was it josh keaton who did they use Oh, I maybe we remember. could get a, the name, but I mean, maybe we could get a version of Tony Stark, or maybe they'll just go in a completely different direction. But we're definitely going to be having a Iron Man type character back in Marvel, as well as War Machine and Rescue. But, but you do you propose an interesting question? If they were to do it,
0: they have a way that they can do it without having a. Spend the big bucks, and obviously they're they're not in a position where they feel like, oh no, that's sacred. We wouldn't because you know they they have essentially replicated his voice in their animated show. So I almost feel like, yeah, they they could do it on a on a budget. They could do it.
1: They could do it for cheap. They could do it for cheap.
0: That's my takeaway from this news. And, and yeah. He's brought up a more and interesting
1: the- conversation. <laughs> well, but the thing is, all like like you say, yeah, they've done it before. So you know, fans are often more accepting of something in live action if it's based on something that's come before, and this is might not happen, like, but good if it did.
0: All right, but Ironheart, thats a show that's still coming. All right, Halo—we haven't even got—we haven't even got that first season yet. But ahead of its series premiere, Halo has been renewed for a second season at Paramount Plus. And here we are. Oh, jeez. More Paramount+.
1: Paramount.
0: (laughs) See, if we just had a section, we'd be done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we would. But, you know, it's a quick in and out story. And I just say, ahead of the series premiere, we're getting more.
0: Have you ever played any Halo? What was it? It was on Xbox, wasn't it, when it first started? Can you
1: remember, not too long ago, we reviewed Uncharted. I was talking about how just don't play video games. No, I've not played Halo.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Halo's been around for like, like 20 years now.
1: Long for, time. Yeah. So, yeah, never, I, you, never played it. You're never a young chipper at
0: some it. point. Maybe get got your hands on an Xbox when you had some spare time. You know, you... I used
1: to play Sonic the Hedgehog. I've, I've not played, <laughs> I've not played Halo. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Stranger Things season four, volume one, is coming May 27th and volume two drops July 1st. Stranger Things will end with season five on Netflix. So that's an interesting approach to the fourth season, releasing it in two halves. Mm. That's a first. I am. A definitive end, season five.
0: Yeah, look, we'll start with the end thing first. Like, it's good to know that they've got, like an end and you know, a goalpost. They know they're going to be wrapping up the series. They can obviously do it. It's not like, oh, you know, we'll just keep pulling along until we get cancelled, which happens to Netflix shows. Uh, unfortunately, that's good. That is good. We'll have a finale. It'll be a celebration. We'll cry, I'm sure. It'll be wonderful. Um, hopefully they don't drop the ball. The I think the debate's finally over, um, maybe, in terms of, you know, like, as much as people love to binge watch a show for a in terms of numbers viewership popularity all that kind of stuff subscriptions which is the most important thing um dropping a show on a streaming service all at once it, it's it's not it's not the best approach even though fans may love it it's not because what happens every time stranger things comes comes out we talk about it for a week and then that's it it's done at least you know, if they're not going to drop an episode by episode, which is not really the, the Netflix format or formula, at least we're going to get two weeks where we get to talk about Stranger Things in high volume. Um, this is good. This is a good compromise if we're not going to get a week by week thing. Um, and it might mean even yeah. that we, we is there a chance that we might get more episodes than we would in a normal all in the seasons that we've gotten so far, you know, like maybe oh, that's a good
1: point. Maybe that, they'll that do two happen, lots but... of
0: eight episodes or something. So we get 16
1: episodes yeah. all up. I'm I'm with you though. I mean, I remember when Netflix was, you know, first around and you had the Marvel shows like daredevil and you just got it all. It's like, wow, this is amazing. And you could just binge it. But looking at Disney plus, like they put their new shows out on a Wednesday now and just, you know, whether it's Boba Fett, Mandalorian, you know, Loki, the Marvel shows, just watching an episode one week and then just waiting for the next is a better experience. Mm.
0: It it creates that fan, well, it creates the fandom, the water cooler conversations, week by week speculation, the building of anticipation every week again and again. You hear your friends talking about it. You're like, what's that show? You get into it yourself. You're picking up viewers along the way. The stragglers, the ones that, you know, watched one episode and was like, eh, I don't know. And then, you know, weeks go on and it's like, oh, man, everyone's not shutting up about it. It's been on for a month now. I'll I'll get back into it. I'll catch up. When something's just dropped, you leave it. but I, I think the debate's over and I think Netflix are coming around to the idea and they're trying a few different things to see how it goes.
1: I mean, you can still have some self-control. Like an example, um, Reacher on Prime. Still loving it, by the way. I've just got the finale left. And I've purposely not binged it. Just I'll stop, start, keep coming back to it. And as, I mean, I'm not doing it weekly, if I'm honest. I'm watching it quicker than that. But it, it's good not feeling that rush to have to get through it. Because if I'm honest, not everyone's talking about Reacher. That I, spend time with but to be so i don't really getting spoiled
0: again the same thing if if it was dropped one like a week at a time like, yeah one episode a week, maybe people would be talking about being like "Hey, oh, wow, did you see this week's episode of of reach i was like oh so blah 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 and then it's like oh how many episodes have come out oh, it's, it's in its third
1: episode now it's like oh
0: okay i've still got time to sort of get Some on that train. You pick up, yeah. yeah you get people on
1: board but Maybe. saying that, though, the last last movie show, you know, we talked about how it's been picked up for a second season three days after it premiered. So, it, I mean, the streaming model clearly still works, but certain things, like Apple, they put things out weekly and just waiting week to week to watch some things. There's just something about that. Just waiting for it. To, oh, when's the next one out? Yeah. Like Pam and Tommy on Disney+. Plus. Like Wednesday night, great. New episode of Pam and Tommy.
0: That's good. It's the way to do it. And look, the news is about Stranger Things. It's good to to have an actual release date. How long has it been? I feel like it's been six years since Stranger Things Season 3. Like, that's... I think the
1: kids are older than me. So the kids I are mean... like 45
0: now. <laughs> yes.
1: yeah, I mean, when Season 5 happens, they will be, I think.
0: <laughs> I don't think you understand how age works, but yes. There have been stranger things happen uh i'll stop anyway well, the show
1: great show i i'm here for more of it and was it may something harper or other? died but not really oh, i'm into dead. it come on now oh, of course he's not he's on the posts he's on the post he's, he's in the trailers <laughs> but at the end of the last season you know he was he was left for dead but he's okay we got that post credit scene good times more stranger things
0: all right and that's it for our tv news um you know not much not much lots of paramount stuff bit of Craven news stranger things talk about stuff that's not really related to stranger things that's okay it's all tv it's It's all tv we've got some recommends to give you if
1: you would like to go first (laughs) i'm gonna recommend a show that gets released weekly yes (laughs) so far six out of seven episodes have been released And I know that people aren't watching this show. You're included in this, and it is so bloody good. So we've now had six out of the seven, so there's time to catch up. I'm talking about The After Party on Apple TV+. Plus. This show is one of my favourites on TV right now. It is so much fun. It is a murder mystery comedy from Christopher Miller, one half of Lord and Miller, responsible for Lego Movie, Twenty One Jump Street, Last Man on Earth. The list just goes on and on. Although I think I've run out, but the list does go. Clone High, the animated series. This show is so bloody good, starring Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Dave Franco. Star-studded murder mystery comedy. Everyone's a suspect. It is so much fun. Now, the show in itself is great, but what adds to it is each episode, one of the suspects is being interviewed by the police, and when they're recounting the same night, it's through a different genre. So you'd have, like, a romantic comedy telling of the night of the murder, or you will have an action film or a horror or a thriller, and one episode... It's animated. It's an animated episode, but you will still cut to live action scenes where it's the person being interviewed. It is such a smart, well-put-together show, and it is excellent. And it's like with each episode, you get another little wrinkle. Like you might have one character that feels like their life is in danger, and then they nearly got injured badly. And you're like, oh wow, what's happening there? And then it'll cut to it was just an accident that another character innocently did. And the way that it all weaves together, I'm so looking forward to the season finale. I won't say anything more about it because it is a who done it, and it is just such a well cast, well scripted comedy. It is absolutely excellent. But so many people that I speak to. Don't have Apple TV Plus, and that's where you need to go to watch it. And I've got to be honest, on that streaming service, I watch After Party, but I've only got one episode left: Ted Lasso, Servant, Morning Wars. That's it. So I don't get too much from it, but this is definitely a highlight. So the after party, check it out. So good.
0: And that that's my problem. I don't have Apple. And if I did, I would be continuing to watch those four shows.
1: <laughs> but- you just need to buy an iPhone, buy an iPad, and you get a free subscription. There you go. Uh, yeah, it'd be cheaper to- just to get a subscription, to be honest. But
0: <laughs> you spoke to me off-air about this show, and I was like, I was like, hey, oh, yeah, you keep mentioning it and stuff. But then when you told me the premise, like the idea that it is, you know, what you just said there, I won't repeat it all. But I was like, what a what a cool like structure to to the show and the episodes and stuff, and obviously they're doing creative things with it. So I mean, the premise is so enticing. I yeah, it's like the one show I really want to watch that I that I can't. So I will yeah, so will the, have and- to make some financial decisions,
1: and I'll <laughs> <laughs> even. Though- I mean, to be honest, it's pro- I, mean, I don't know. Do Apple TV Plus do DVD, Blu-ray releases? I'm not sure. Nah, but this it's... show, it's it's a, do you know what? I'll do a trial. I'll do a trial. I'll do a trial. Do a trial it's, you know, do a trial. You That's know, finale. True. I mean, we're going to post this episode on a Wednesday, Friday that week, the finale is. So there you go.
0: Next weekend, trial. There we go. Done. Sorted. <laughs> All right. Um, the the I'm gonna recommend a show, and it's about a kid from you know a not great place, and he uh you know he moves in with some with some rich folk, and he gets a bit of culture shock of the rich and the affluent. Yeah, I love the OC as well. Um, th- no, this is you know you said it you said it on our last movie show. You were like maybe you'll recommend this show next on the next show and i was like yeah maybe maybe bel-air i checked it out i checked it out i I mean yeah i was so curious man i was like you know like it's it's a it's a dark and gritty dramatic spin on the the premise of the fresh prince of bel-air to be fair will smith is involved in this show so it's not like they're just taking it and capitalising on something and butchering it. To, look, I was more interested than actually genuinely believing it would be something of severe entertainment value. But there's been five, I think five episodes so far and literally the wife and I, we are hooked on it. This is like a solid, you know, it, it's, it's dramatic, but it's not like completely moody kind of like a what a buzzkill kind of like everything's dour it's you know it's got it's like tongue-in-cheek kind of humor there's a little goofiness to it you know the the character yeah there's energy the kid playing you know the will smith character um is he's doing it pretty well he's very likable the whole banks family the certain aspects of the different characters that they've tweaked that they've changed They've made some a little bit more antagonistic and some are, you know, they're doing some other things with it. And it's actually genuinely good show. Um, and so far, what I'm reading, people's thoughts on it, it seems to be the only ones shutting it down of people that aren't giving it a shot. They're just looking at it being like the premise. They're not on board with it and therefore they hate it. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not really fair. Give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it, but I've not got, <laughs> I've not got any interest in watching it. Because you're an adult it.
0: human, you're a mature adult human. Being.
1: I watched the trailer, and, and you, it, in fact, before the trailer, like when that concept video was put out, what was like a year or so ago, looked good, and the trailer they put out for the show looks good. That I can appreciate all of that. It just doesn't look like something that I necessarily want to watch. But it's just interesting that we've both recommended something where the other one doesn't have the streaming service that it's on. So I don't have Stan at the moment. And that's where Bel Air is oh, airing yeah. here in Australia.
0: Probably should have mentioned that. I was actually in my head, I was thinking it was Paramount. It must be all the Paramount talk. And I was like, you've got Paramount ah, now, no, don't no. you? But um, no, yes. It's, yeah, I've got, it's
1: yeah, I've got Paramount. I need to wait for all that Paramount plus content though, but you yeah, have <laughs> I've got it. But no, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Am I might, I am interested. I've, I've got to be honest. I'm interested. And I think I've said to you before that if it was, you know, Netflix binge, you know, one that I already have, I'd probably check it out. Whereas I'm not in a rush to, but I think it looks good. I don't think it looks bad at all. I just don't currently have access, so I'm not going to rush out and watch it. Yeah,
0: no, and then and that's fair. Uh, that's fair. And look, if you if you end up getting Stan at some point, or if it ends up you know being shopped around to other networks and stuff, then maybe yeah, jump on board with ease. But look again, like you know, I was more curious in anything. I just thought it was such an interesting thing to to do. But pleasantly surprised that it's genuinely in its own right um, a good new show um you know there's there's a few like little you know easter egg hints at like the you know the original show and and stuff and things were happening you'll be like there's that there's that thing but you know there's not too much of that they're not constantly reminding you of that old show they're doing their own thing and it's really executed quite well i kind of want them to take the same approach to some other sitcoms you know back in the day i'd love to see like a gilligan's island like (laughs) like a just a really dramatic Brady Bunch you know like real conflict between those kids and you know those families coming together I, f- I feel like they 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 can do a few few things here but I don't know, a conversation for
1: another day I reckon yeah well I was trying to think what would I like what did I used to watch Like a sitcom like bring it back but I like, gritty
0: again like take the premise the original premise of the show and then yeah just real dramatic spin but yeah, Gilligan's I mean, Island, I reckon it'd be like it'd be like Lord of the Flies and Lost, but like, you know, you'd, you'd just have a billionaire and, you know, this weird kid that's like up to no good. That damn Gilligan.
1: <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like, Bel Air could be the start of something. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll start looking different strokes. I maybe we'll start looking at some of the older ones through like more of a gritty, realistic lens.
0: Yeah. Like, I dream of Jeannie, but like, she's. Legitimately like a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh wow. Yeah. So much light entertainment. Of course. Of course.
0: All right. That's enough of all of that. Um, I'll get a bit of trivia when I find it. I put it somewhere. Um, but I figured, look, we're talking Paramount. We're very excited about Star Trek, obviously. So I thought I'd go back to that the original cast. Of The 2009 film, <laughs> as you so put it. Oh
1: wow! Um, so yeah, honestly, so, my mind honestly went Shatner, but okay. So we're you're the one Chris saying Pine. the
0: original, the original cast, but of course the Chris Pine original cast.
1: Oh, the, the original Chris Pine. The original. Jesus. It's hard to say. The original Chris Pine
0: cast. Confusing, but yeah. So I'm going back to that 2009 movie and a little bit beyond. But I, I started with the 2009 movie trivia page, and I thought I'd it just expanded from there but i didn't know this because usually when you read through trivia you're like oh yeah i know that or everyone knows that surely and i was like i genuinely didn't know this uh majelle barrett who is the wife of star trek creator gene rodenberry is the voice of the enterprise computer um she had also been the computer voice on star trek the next generation uh, where she also played counselor uh diana troy's mother i'm not going to pronounce this correctly Lwaxana, I guess, um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Voyager and had played Pike's first officer in Star Trek The Cage from 1966. Um, she completed her voiceover work from her house two weeks uh, before her death in December, on December 18th in 2008. So this was obviously for that first 2009 chris pine and the jj crew or whatever we called it um so yeah, yeah that's that, right i thought that yeah, <laughs> yeah i thought that was interesting i was like i didn't know that they that they used her voice in so much of star trek
1: yeah i, I knew all that okay it, cool, it's, cool, it's cool, good cool. for people that didn't know that <laughs> you know you mentioned um star trek the cage with um pike do you know what that is
0: I assume that was a like an I figured that was just like an episode, but maybe like a
1: a, a, an extended, long episode. No, it was. Oh no, was that the original pilot? It was the yeah, the failed original. Yes, the original pilot. pilot. Yes, Leonard Nimoy wasn't as Spock, but didn't didn't play him as we know Spock to be now. He played him with emotion, but it was a pilot that failed. Paramount weren't interested. And they tried again when William Shatner was Kirk, and the rest was history.
0: Yeah! Wow. Yeah, something in my it brain wasn't... held ticked when suddenly. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it shows, just came Month.
1: alive. Yeah, Ooh. wow. Yeah, we really have talked a lot of Star Trek and Paramount this episode.
0: That's it. Well, that's it for our episode on Paramount and Star Trek. Um, please go subscribe. <laughs> and... Can I do that? Or do I have to do it officially? I feel like. No, I have to go back. No, that's fine. No, I have to go back. I feel like this is like the legal part. Of our show that we have to be proper. That's it. <laughs> it's like a, it's like wedding vows. Like you gotta it's gotta be legit. That's it for our uh, movie show. <laughs> please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, and please leave us a review. It helps listeners
1: just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films Do Podcast. And we also have our companion
0: shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook
1: pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Uncharted and stay tuned for our upcoming reviews of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Catwoman Hunted. You've been listening to Jason and
0: Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.